everybody i'm sean i'm Lindsay. we're almost at the end of the show season three it's <laughs> gonna say the show no. Uh, no we're like halfway done almost i think maybe a little less than halfway yeah i'd say that's fair okay great it's only been two years mid 2019 okay. will be our two-year anniversary okay Okay, so maybe another year and a half. Oh, boy. <laughs> and then how long is Sailor Moon going to take us? <laughs> that one's only 200. Of, oh, wait. <laughs> oh. We're going to be elderly by the time we get through that. We're here to talk about Sashomaru and the abducted uh, Rin. The abducted Rin. <laughs> the missing Rin. Sashomaru in the case of the missing Rin. But he knows the sort of who did it. Yeah, he's playing like he doesn't care. But we know he cares. Oh, yeah. He's going to go get her. He's yeah. just not. Like son, like father. <laughs> he's fallen in love with a human. And he's fallen in love with a Jockin, I think, and won't admit it. Although, <laughs> he pretty much uh, ignores Jockin throughout yeah. the episode. And I'm realizing now it's because he's mad at him for losing Rin. Oh, yeah. He just flies that away on his cloud. Yeah. So it must be the gang has just gone to the hot springs Kagome saw Inuyasha naked and overreacted <laughs> and then they saw that Rin was riding on Aun and was like Sashomaru has oh, a little Rin right, right, right. and then they go anyway let's sleep at this um, hut thing so then Inuyasha wakes up everybody wake up <laughs> we're going right now Poor Kagome can't keep up on her bike. Oh, yeah. No one's, uh, really, uh, she and Moroku should switch places. That'd be a nice thing. And I also noticed in both of these episodes, Shippo does nothing. He has maybe one line, I think, in the next episode. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of hangs onto Kagome's shoulder the entire time. Normally, he'd be, like, fox firing and running for his life and crying. But this time, he's just like, hold me, I'm sleepy. Or when, I think it was the next episode, but Inuyasha had to come save them. And that one demon was coming right at him. Yeah, that's kind of a letdown. Like, ah, both of them. I have thoughts about how that maybe could have gone better, but I guess we'll save them. Because right now, Jockin has to deliver the bad news to his master about how he let Rin get kidnapped by Kagura. But good for Jockin. Just going straight away and, and yeah. seeing it. Yeah, but we don't get to see like his reaction. That maybe he might have killed Jockin. <laughs> and maybe not resurrected him <laughs> with his resurrection sword. Because Naraku shows up. Do you remember the last time a demon pelt was uh, destroyed? Was it when Sango stole the Tetsaiga? Oh my god, no. Oh. <laughs> That's a long ass time ago. Oh, okay. That was like last year. Did you go back and count? Yes, I did. <laughs> I went back and counted. Uh, the last time it happened was during the Tsubaki saga. And Kikyo shows up and chops off 
I think she karate chops it. Oh, yeah. That was still a long-ass time ago, it seems like. But uh, we're on number 11. Are those following my counting system? I think 63. <laughs> His whole thing was like, just kill Inuyasha, I'll give you Rin back. Mm-hmm. Which seems like Sashomaru was going to do that anyway, and he'd just do it. But he's not the type to yes. negotiate with terrorists. or not like to be told what to do. No, he does not. <laughs> he has oppositional defiance disorder. Absolutely. <laughs> But Naraku also uh, took that into account, and that's why he's opened the barrier, so that Sashomaru could find him. Naraku's really good at this, where he'll account for two ways somebody can react to something, and both of them benefit him. He just sits there and waits while uh, Sashomaru's on the way, and he has complete confidence that no one else is going to show up. Meanwhile, the gang is on their way to showing up. <laughs> Inuyasha still has the sense. Yep. But Naraku... Oh, yeah, we get to see Kana briefly. He's watching from Kana's mirror. Mm. He's like, yes. Yeah, he kind of looks like he's, I don't know, just Netflixing and chilling. Ooh, I hope not with Kana. He's just not in his regular suit. Like, I don't know, he had a different shirt on. And... Yeah, this is a very bold move by him. And I think Greed overtook him in this because he never really showed that he wanted Sashomaru before but now he's like I could probably absorb him and be really powerful and it struck me as that's a pretty lofty goal yeah I mean he is a full demon but he's a pretty powerful full demon why wouldn't you try absorbing lesser demons powerful full demons that's also like he's been out of commission a lot during this whole season He's probably bored. He got all weird in the basement. Yes. We will never forget that. <laughs> and so my interpretation of this whole thing is that he's killed his entire castle. If there are any subjects in the town, we saw that they're dead now. The miasmas just choked the life out of them. So now he's just like, well, what can I do now? <laughs> oh, Rin and Kahaku showed up. She hung on to that melon. She yeah. was like, I haven't eaten in five days. I had to go on a side trip with Jockin. All I did was watch him sharpen weapons. <laughs> so she was like, nope, I am hanging on to this melon no matter what. That shot of Kagura carrying her just by her belt <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And she's holding on to that melon for dear life. Yeah. That was great. But Kohaku's there guarding her. And they're surrounded by demons. And he says, if you get out. Um, they're going to tear you apart. So Yeah, it was kind of nice. Like, I wouldn't do that, but he still let her do it to see for herself. He had some personality this episode. He did not bother me like he normally does. I agree. Does. I completely agree. Um, I wish they had kept it that way until later. But in this one, he was fine. There was something kind of sad about, like, eh, I'm gonna yeah. probably going to have to kill you. Um, just wait here. I'll be nice to you, but don't forget I our relationship. He was happy to have company. He's a friendly girl. Someone that's sort of his age to talk to. And she shares a melon with him. Hey, I was like, watch out, sushi. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting up on I'm that. I'm going to swoop in and steal your woman. On my way to steal your girl. <laughs> She's going to have to fight Kagura when the uh, Master Emerald turns her into a 17-year-old. <laughs> um, hey, Kagura. 
She had a, a tough job. I don't know if she had lost faith in Sashel Mario, or if she was just trying to be cautious because of Naraku watching her. Maybe. There is a moment where... Is it this episode? Uh, yeah. It is this episode where she realizes that she's kind of underestimated Inuyasha and his, the potential for his strength. And it's like, hmm, maybe I'm allying myself with the wrong brother here. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if it was just like a, ah, Narak is right there, I can't do anything to help, or if it's a, oh, if you're gonna let Naraku, like, wrap tentacles around you and get stabbed in the butt with a fork, you're not the man I thought you were. <laughs> he really just sat there and let it happen. Yeah. Like, he's using his sword, swish, 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 and then he's getting he's a, like, a, engulfed. Oh, what is this? I was like, what's this? All right. I'm not going to react. <laughs> it would be uncool of me to struggle. Like, not to right away burst out of it, you know, with his little whip thing or something. I don't know. Just... Yeah. Oh, but in the meantime, uh, Kagome senses shards. They send Inuyasha by himself, which you'd think, send Moroku, at least. Yeah, and I'll send hot-headed Inuyasha to... Mm -hmm. deal with Naraku because that's worked all the other times he's run off to deal with Naraku but I know why they did it it's because the miasma would kill a human mm. so they read the script ahead of time and said we can't go there we're just going to go look for shards if that's cool <laughs> uh, although I don't know why she I mean she did of course jump to the correct conclusion when she was like there's only one shard yeah a little later she's like mm. and I w never considered that that every time Kagome says, I sent shards, Sango has to relive, what if this is Kohaku? And once again, I'll have to confront uh, the possibility that I'll have to murder him. So poor Sango in that regard. But she gets off pretty light in these two episodes. Yeah, I don't even know if they came face to face. She sees him run off, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Sashomaru uh, and Jaken make it through the barrier. And Jaken has a lot of questions. So they get through, and then Inuyasha loses the scent. So he has to pretty much intuit his way to where the barrier is. Yeah, he did a good job. I mean, the last one was just kind of the grace of being in a comedy episode. But <laughs> So they get there. Naraku's like, I knew you'd come. So Shonru has some badass lines, and I really like the one where he says, You talk as though I've fallen into a trap. And Sushomaru's thinking, like, you think you're trapping me, but I'm here to kill you. And Naraku's like, you think I'm trapping you. You think you've got one up on me, but really, I'm trapping me. <laughs> oh, so confusing. <laughs> I wonder if Naraku ever loses track of what he's doing. Where it's <laughs> like, hold on, wait. I'm making you think that this is what I want, and that you're doing this, and what I'm was... doing that, but really, I'm doing this. Yeah. What was my lie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, I wonder if he gets confused. He must. No, I think he spends all of his time constructing these things. He has no other hobby than just causing misery. That's true. And just sitting around doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Probably and has scrolls all written out. I think he does. And it's all coded. It's a code <laughs> that he made up himself. Mm -hmm. He believes in numbers that no one else can see, like Jaden Smith. And he's probably going to invent Scientology in like four years. But we're talking about Inuyasha. <laughs> we certainly are. Uh, so Naraku tries to engulf 
Oh, he busts out of his bamboo pelt. Does he? Yeah, because he's like all ugly. He like grows into like a worm monster oh, with like shit. tentacles and arms and stuff. And he was wearing his bamboo pelt. 67. <laughs> By my count. <laughs> I thought you said 68 last time. 72. <laughs> oh, oh you're, you're using the same number system that Jaden Smith uses. The gang arrives at the hut. The demons oh. alert those inside. Oh, yes. Kohaku blows out all the lamps. Yep. Like a cool badass. And he sees Sango and it's like, the only thing I can remember is her face. Oh, the, uh, the conversation that he has with Rin just before this happens is that Rin reveals that thieves killed her entire family. And she also reveals that people say she talks too much, but that was not our introduction to her. That she was a quiet, non-speaking woman. Probably Jockin is the only one who says that. Maybe Sashomaru. It's true. She probably does the m most amount of talking as she's hanging out with us. Yeah. They're prob and I know I have heard Sashomaru say be quiet before to Yes, her. quiet Rin. And I'm sure Jockin has always told her to shut up. Yeah, yeah. He's jealous. <laughs> that is definitely true. So maybe she just means those two. <laughs> that, those are her entire world. So when she says, everybody says I talk too much, she means those two. Mm -hmm. Sashomaru finally unsheathes his sword. Oh, wait, did we say that they uh, shared a melon? Oh, they shared a melon in the conversation. Mm -hmm. How well, sweet. Little does she know, it's her final meal. Good thing it was a sweet melon. Uh, Sashomaru unsheathes. That sword, it makes a different noise than when Guts unsheathes his sword in Berserk. Every time he takes it out, it makes like a weird clicking noise, like the hilt isn't completely secured to. But this one's, it sounds almost like he's pulling it out of a chamois leather. It's not metal grinding against metal, so it's not like a shing. It's just like a whoosh. And he uh, attacks, and they have some fighting with some reused footage, I think. No, you know what? That might be when Unyasha joins the battle. So he does that sword attack, and it keeps cutting to the same cutaway oh, of yeah. tentacles oh, falling on the yeah. ground and moving. So Naraku's secretly pleased. Yes, this is Naraku's whole plan, that keep slicing at my limbs, um, oh, they're going to surround you, and then they're going to engulf you. Pull them all together. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad plan, but Sushomaru does kind of see through it, like he's... Are you, you know, we're just that, wasting my time. The piece falls on him, and he doesn't even like knock it off. He just looks down at it, and he's like, "I know what you're doing." But he and doesn't. Yet he does nothing to. I don't. I don't. I think Sashomaru wanted to make Naraku think he knew what he was doing. I don't know what Sashomaru was thinking. I think his coolness got in his own way this time. Mm -hmm. He was thinking about Ren wasn't concentrating that's true he could have just been so blinded by worry mm -hmm. that, but uh, pretending really hard not to be right and Kagura is watching this the whole time yeah, it's like oh no my boyfriend like, oh, who do I choose Inuyasha he arrives at the barrier and he just senses it he doesn't see it and he just uses the um we flash back to like the last time who <laughs> had a barrier yeah like 10 minutes ago yeah <laughs> Oh, wait, the, the wind scar didn't work. <laughs> but now he's got the red saga. Yes. And he cuts through it. And he's like, there's the castle. I'm running right towards it. Watch me go. <laughs> and Naraku actually senses it. Yeah, he's like, ooh. Who is through yeah. my barrier? 
right, so Kagura, go. So Kagura arrives. We don't know. I mean, it's not clear how far away the castle is, but there's an entire field in between them. It looked really far away. But he covers even more ground in the next episode in like 10 seconds, which yeah. I guess we'll talk about. Run but, straight up walls. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring that up too. <laughs> so Kagura faces off with him, and she's in a real bind because she doesn't want to stop him. Because she's like, hey. Save my man, please. Inuyasha's pretty powerful. But those damn little camera bees are following her around. She has to make a show. She tries to make a show. And then Inuyasha, who needs to take an improv class or two, yeah. says, What are you doing? Why aren't you fighting? It's like, there's no power to this. She's like, fuck. Yeah, I guess I'm really going to have to. And then all of a sudden, a horde of demons comes to help her out. It would have been better if like the horde of demons came to attack her. Because Naraku is like... I would have liked, you know, a show fight that the two of them putting on a show and then he injures her or something and it's like, I don't have time for this and then runs off. But I maybe cut for time. I don't know. Uh, but either way, she's like, all right, I'm going to retreat then. You take care of these. And then he just takes care of them easily. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm just going to keep flying around up here. Kagura wonders if Inuyasha is the real strong one. As he runs off. And I think that's pretty much where we end. Oh, yeah. Um, She's ready to kind of rebel again. Mm-hmm. He's like, hmm. So Shomaru is surrounding himself with more and more gross things. And then um, <laughs> Inuyasha runs up the side of a castle like Koga. Yeah. Cliffhanger. <laughs> So, it felt long to me not like too long it just felt like there was a lot going on I agree so, talking about it maybe there wasn't it's what we realize every time we record one of these not a whole lot happened in this episode did it they just took a while to do it uh, it functions as a really good two-parter though I like that both of them take place at night so it's really moody and atmospheric and then in the next episode when it ends the sun rises on a new day on a new dawn. Not a new season, though, according to the internet. <laughs> hmm, Not according, according to the DVDs. To my box or what instinct would inform us that this is a uh, important myth arc episode with an ending. Nope. One more filler. By the way, uh, Rumiko, the creator of this show, she's working on a new manga. Combining, like, her characters from all of them, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. That'd be really awesome if she did that. Because the post I saw was that, what do you think it's going to be? Is it going to be another adventure show like Inuyasha? And somebody said, well, she's done every genre except for sci-fi. So maybe she's going to do that. Because Mermaid Saga is apparently a horror is that the mermaid's tears and the mermaid's forest and maybe i don't know because yeah like hardcore i i saw um i own the mermaid's forest at, which i don't think was as horry as the mermaid's tears mermaid's tears like i just remember this guy was chasing after this kid and he had put a piano wire because the guy was immortal and the kid was trying to kill him 
and uh, he tripped and he fell on the piano wire and he caught himself, but it had oh. cut halfway through his neck. Oh, shit. And I was like, Ooh. Wow. But he was like, he's trying to behead me. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Ouch. Wait, hasn't she done sci-fi, though? Because Yurisei Yatsura isn't... They're aliens. Yeah, I guess that's technically sci-fi. But they just come to Earth to live. And Ranma Half, isn't it the same sort of deal as Inuyasha? It's not a feudal fairy tale, but it's like romance with uh, a yeah. warrior and a bad boy with a problem. Yeah, everyone turns into something else that died in the lake. Yep. I believe. And he turns into a stacked blonde or redhead or something. Redhead. Redhead. <laughs> and and don't his dad just... turns into a giant panda. Yeah, that's what I remember <laughs> about it. But anyway, that's the end of this episode. Um, what's going to happen next? I bet Naraku disappears. Yeah, that, it really is a shame <laughs> that that episode just didn't go with Vanishing Point because that is a great title. But no, they have to semicolon it and say, oh, uh, th that means that Narc disappears, <laughs> by the way. Thanks. <laughs> the, um, I think the literal translation is something different. I'm behind on those discs you gave me. The, oh. But I know the Panther Divas one is something like the Elite Panther's Plan or something. Huh. They're Elite Panthers, apparently. Instead of Divas. And this one also has a different one. It's like Naraku Memory Spider Secret Revealed or something. <laughs> it's very strange. Huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, I didn't write it down, but it's, though, we'll end with me saying, I think the subtitles, oh, maybe the next one. Okay, I'll save it for the next one. Uh, what a great outro. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Lindsay, take us out. Oh.